When you discovered the law of attraction, you started to believe anything was possible. Life got better, much better. Now you want more, but it's not working. That's where the Manifest It Now show comes in. If you've been waiting for someone who can teach you the practical application to manifest quicker and easier while having more, turn the volume up because the dynamic duo, Cassie Parks and Ginny Gain, are ready to teach you how to live the law of attraction like they do. It's time to laugh and learn. Hey guys, it's Cassie and Jenny. And quick before the show, we just want to remind you, or if you haven't heard yet, tell you all about the Manifest It Now VIP messages. Tell us your story, Jenny, about when when you got one of our own messages and it was awesome. You guys, it's the best, most funnest thing. And they always come at the perfect timing. Like, so you can get text sent right to your phone. And it was last week or something and I was dreaming about something I had never thought about before. And like literally two seconds later, I get the text, remember today you can really have it all. And I was like, I made this text and it was still perfect. <laughs> <laughs> we keep hearing that from everybody that they show up at the right time. So so you guys can access that. It's a monthly subscription of $7 and you can go to manifestitnowshow.com to enroll. And now for this week's episode. Hello and welcome to this special edition of Manifest It Now. I am one part of your um, host for Manifest It Now. I am Cassie Parks and I am without Jenny today because I want to talk about one of my clients that is doing rock star things in her world. She is an amazing running coach. She is the founder of NotYourAverageRunner.com. Her name is Jill Angie, and she has a new book coming out. And we're going to talk about all about her business growing and uh, just how she's gotten to where she is right now. So welcome, Jill. Hi, thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Uh, I am so excited to be talking about you, uh, to you too, as well. <laughs> I always talk about you because I love the work that you're doing in the world. Um, so tell us a little bit about you. Let's get started like that. Um, okay. So I, I like to call myself a corporate refugee because I spent about 20 years in corporate America working at a desk job. And, um, I always say it was somebody else's dream job cause it was a great job paid really well. Um, but I just, it just was not what I was meant to do. So I quit that job. Uh, I took a huge leap about, three years ago. Gosh, I can't believe it's been three years. (laughs) Um, three years ago. And I decided to become a personal trainer. I had, I'd recently lost a whole bunch of weight and, um, I wanted to kind of help other people do that. And so that I was, um, I was kind of going along happy as a clam. And one day it just sort of hit me like a bolt of lightning that I needed to write a book. And so I didn't even know how I would go about doing it, but I thought, I'm going to write this book. I want to write a book about running and um, just like for women who maybe have a little extra weight or even a lot of extra weight for them to be able to get started running safely in the body that they have right now. And I swear, like a month after I had this idea, um, the woman who published my book I met her <laughs> like out of the blue, had no idea of her existence. And then she appeared in my life. And, and so I wrote my first book really, really fast. It just sort of came out like a, a torrent of words. And, um, that was published in November of 2013 and it was very well received. And I found it's called running with curves and, um, 
but I found that like women who were reading the book were reaching out to me. And so I kind of started a community and it's turned into a movement. (laughs) It's kind of crazy. Like it's picking up a lot of steam and a lot of momentum. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I just, I am just on the cusp of publishing my second book, which is going to be called not your average 5k. And, uh, it's a 5k training program that sort of, uh, is like the sequel, I guess, to my first book running, which with curves, which was just to get people up and running. So yeah, it's been a wild ride, but I would not trade it for anything. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. So I want to, um, I didn't necessarily, I wasn't planning on this, but I love the way that you said, you know, like it just hit you like a bolt of lightning that you wanted to write a book. And I think that's an important, um, and then was it just like you just set the intention and let it go? Yeah, that's exactly what happened. Cause I was, so it's really funny. I was with, um, a few of my girlfriends. There's this thing in Philadelphia that they have every summer called, uh, the be well Philly Boot Camp, And it's an all day thing where there's workouts and, um, like tutorials and seminars. It's just really, it's fun. Like you go and you hang out and you have lunch there. And so anyway, I went with my girlfriends and we were all um, sitting in between sessions. And I said, you know, if there was a book out there for overweight women to start running, would any of you read it? And they all looked at me like, of course we would. And I, and I was like, Oh, that's a really good idea. I should do that. I should write this book. And And then, of course, you know, we finished our day and we went out and had a glass of wine and I completely forgot about it. (laughs) Probably for like for a few weeks, I guess. That was June 2013. And then I think at the end of July is when I came across Angela, uh, Angela Loria of the Difference Press. And just it was like, oh, oh, this is it. This is my this is what I need to do. So it was it was kind of cool watching the universe sort of say, "Okay, you had this great idea. Here's how you're going to make it happen." It yeah, oh, I love that because I want to highlight a couple things that Jill did right in that. You know, is that she didn't try. She had this idea. She decided she was going to do it, and then she didn't go try and force it into existence. She let the answer find her. Um, and that's a really trusting move and whether that was intentional trust or just it happened that way, I want to highlight like when we let go and we let our intentions manifest how, um, they do, they, what we need finds us. Yeah. And I, it's so funny you should say that because I think in, in the moment I didn't think of, I wasn't trying to deliberately do it that way, but I just, I had this idea. I talked it over with my girlfriends. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to do this. And then I filed it away, but I never thought, I never, I don't know. I, it somehow, I just knew it was going to happen. It it was just a done deal. I just, I was like, I'm not really sure how this is going to happen. I'm just going to put it away for now. But then, then it sort of presented itself. It was never, I, I never felt like I had to force it. I never actually even sat down and wrote a word of the book until, until I met Angela. So it was kind of, yeah, it was just sort of exactly the way I wanted it to happen. And I didn't even know it. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. And so you wrote the book. Um, so tell me in a couple words, how your business feels right now in this moment in time. Oh my gosh. So it feels amazing and it feels like, um, you know, so I'm gonna I'm gonna put this in running terms. And when you go to a big race, like if you're gonna run a marathon or a half marathon, like one of the really big ones in in a big city, 
what happens is like there's tons of you lined up at the start, like literally thousands and thousands of people. If you, you know, if you're in the New York Marathon, it's like 40,000 people. And you're all lined up at the start and you're just kind of shuffling. Like you can see the start line off in the distance, but you're sort of shuffling along and there's a bunch of people around you and you really can't go very fast. No matter how fast you want to go, you have to move slowly until you get to the start line. And then when you hit that starting line, suddenly people start to pick up speed, they start to spread out, and you can really start to run. And that's how I feel right now. I feel like I've been kind of shuffling for the past couple years. I've had my eye on that start line. But right now, I feel like I'm hitting that, like, crossing over and starting to pick up speed so that I can really just run my heart out. That's exactly what it feels like. Oh, that's such a good, that is such a good description. Oh, I love it. Uh, so I know that it wasn't it wasn't always like that. So when we um, st- talked about working together, I presented the workshop back in May. Tell me how you felt then about your business. Oh, uh, I was um, I was struggling. Honestly, I wasn't seeing the results that I thought. I should be seeing. And I think it all goes back to like, I couldn't see over the heads of all the people in front of me <laughs> Yeah, in that starting pack. Like I was just kind of like, where is the, where, where is my star line? Where, when do I get my, I, I, I can't even put it into words. I, I think when we talked, I was just so frustrated. I was practically in tears. I was like, why isn't this working? Why isn't this working? And you sort of offered this olive branch of like, Hey, (laughs) I think I can help. (laughs) But yeah, I was, I was very, very frustrated. I felt stuck. I felt like I wasn't, I just wasn't doing the right things. And I felt very, um, graspy and, um, worried. Yeah. A lot of negatives. Cool. I think it's important to highlight for people is that it wasn't like, it's amazing. Like I loved your description now, but there was a time not that long ago where you were frustrated and felt stuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, let's just get this party started, but I didn't know how to get it started. Oh, that's such a good description of that. Um, I think a lot of people feel like that. Like they know what they want. They see it, um, to put it in your race terms, like they know what that start line is kind of going to look like and what it's going to feel like when they get to start running, but they, they just can't get there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So I, this is a question I don't think I've asked you before. What made you say yes to do this scripting workshop? Hmm. Or why did you say yes? I said yes because there were I, there were a few different things because I was really that I remember that weekend so clearly I was so I was so frustrated and I was just like I can't do this and you sort of offered me a different way and almost like hey if you try this you might be surprised by the results and and it, it was almost like oh, well what could it hurt right mm-hmm. like I I thought you know I've got nothing to lose so um yeah so I th- I think it was almost almost just, uh, I've tried everything else. Why don't I try this and see what happens? So it was sort of an open curiosity a little bit. And uh, I felt like I I couldn't come off any worse. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah. 
think because I I trust you, I trusted you, and I thought, you know, I've seen Cassie use these techniques that um, she wants to teach me. I've seen her do that very successfully in her business, and your business was really starting to go gangbusters around that time. So I kind of also thought, like, I want what she's got, and mm. if, if she can teach me how she got it, then I'm all in. <laughs> oh, that's awesome! I love that. <laughs> uh, very cool, and I, and I I agree. Like, I think sometimes we get to that frustrated point where it's like, I don't have anything to lose. Like, I'm just going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So what was your, how would you describe the, the experience of the scripting workshop? Um, it was, it was extremely fun. Actually, I was worried that it was going to be really tedious and, um, that and I was worried because you know me, right? I'm always <laughs> like, I don't believe in this woo-woo stuff. I think it's all like, I believe there's brain science, and you know, I've got all kind. I'm a chemist by by training, and I've got all kinds of explanations. But, um, yeah. So I think I expected it to be a little bit woo-woo and a little bit like I, I just didn't know what to expect. But I was like, I'm just going to give it 150. percent I'm going to give it everything I've got. Because, you know, like, like I said, what have I got to lose? But yeah, I didn't really expect it to be nearly as much fun as it was. And I still look back over my notes um, from that week that we worked together. I look at them pretty frequently and I, and I just laugh and I'm like, oh, that was so much fun. I really enjoyed the whole experience. I didn't like work. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Because I think at first when I said, you know, this is like an 18 hour commitment, you thought it might be going to be a little bit of work. (laughs) I was like, what did I just agree to? (laughs) But I'm just, I'm so glad I went with my, because my gut was telling me just, just do this. It's the right thing to do. Oh, I think that's such an important um, thing I want to highlight for everybody listening is like when your gut is saying like, do it, listen. Yeah. Yeah. So what was your biggest aha in the workshop? Um, I think it was that moment when you, you were helping me visualize the person that I want to be. And we did a few like exercises and, and then we kind of, and we finished the exercise and then you asked me a question and, and I answered and you said, no, I want to talk to the girl that was just speaking 10 minutes ago <laughs> <laughs> because she's in there <laughs> and, and like, it kind of blew my mind like that. I was like, oh, oh, I can be that person whenever I want. Like that was such an aha that like, I don't have to wait to grow into being the person I want to be. I can just start now. (laughs) It was, it was sort of a duh moment and also an aha because like, of course you can be whoever you want to be. But like, I think, you know, when you're trying to aspire to grow a business or to take on any big goal like that, sometimes you feel like, you can't be that, you know, you just want to feel good at the end. Well, you can actually feel good right now if you tap into that person. You just, you don't have to wait to feel good about it. So that was kind of, that was really cool. Mm. I loved that moment. It was one of my favorite parts too, because I remember we just had this amazing interview and you were totally being your future self, like answering all the questions I had just eloquently as your future self. Like it was, it was beautiful. It was wonderful. And then something came up and, and I don't remember what the exact question was or what we were talking about. And you answered it totally different. 
and um, from like the present moment that you had, you know, what you had kind of been feeling. And yeah, I remember being like, no, no, let's go back. Have have that girl answer this question. <laughs> she has a better answer. You're like, no, no. <laughs> I don't want to talk to you. I want to talk to that other chick. <laughs> and yeah. so, yeah. And what Jill and I are really talking about is the, um, the workshop that I do really helps you tap into that future, your future self living in that future moment. And, um, you can feel it, right, Jill? Yeah. Oh, it was, it was, and I, I wish if somebody had been filming me, I bet my posture would have changed. I bet everything would have been visibly different. Oh, I totally agree with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And my favorite quote that you ever said about the workshop was that you can tap into your future self anytime that you want. Yeah. 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 I, I, I can. And I do actually now. Thanks to you. <laughs> Yay. That's so awesome. And well, I don't, I don't know if I ever told you, but the, you, so you gave me, um, a recording of that, of that session and I had it transcribed. And <gasps> so I actually like, I have it in my, um, my life scripting journal that I keep and I just kind of like refer to it every once in a while whenever I'm just, you know, like reading, reading through that session was really powerful and, uh, and I do it pretty frequently. Oh, that's awesome. That's so awesome. And what a great way to tap into your future self. Yeah, for sure. Oh, that's sure. so cool. Oh, yay. I like, I like knowing that. And, um, that's what it's all about. It's all about tapping into that future place so that we can act like, feel like, be like that person that we want to be and that life, like we can, so we can experience living that life that we want to live. And, uh, the more you can experience that on an everyday basis, the quicker you get to that life. Um, so I would love if you would share, um, because you had immediate success, like stepping into your future person, like people, I think people, I answered this, um, uh, it was, I don't know, a request for stories or something today. Like, can you change someone's life in 30 days? And I was like, I can change someone's life in three days. (laughs) (laughs) And not to like be braggy, but I think a lot of people don't think that's possible. We think that in, in a lot, it takes it does take time sometimes to grow, but there was definite evidence, um, in your life that you could change in three days. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to share the, your like success that happened right after the workshop? Yeah. So I think, um, I was, I had just started, I had just created a year long coaching program that I was really, really excited about, but I just was struggling to kind of get people, to the table. You know, I, I was like, I don't really know how to reach out to people. And I was having trouble with conversation, you know, sales conversations on the phone. And I just felt like this is, I, I was ready to give up. And, um, we did the three day workshop and I think I, I was still, um, yeah, it was that, it was that very same night. So we finished the workshop and I, I went back to my computer and I had to write, I decided I was going to write a, an email to my list to talk to them about the program and kind of offer it to them. And I wrote that email and six people signed up within a few hours. <laughs> and I was just like, what the heck? Like <laughs> how many of these emails have I written? And like, nobody's bitten on, on any of it. And then suddenly, you know, I, so I really think it was from getting, it was, it changed how I wrote. 
it changed the energy that I put out there. It changed the energy that I put into my words and people, people tapped right into that. And I got, I got messages back after that email saying, you know, thank you. You just described exactly what's been going on in my life. I'm so excited to sign up for your program. It was, it was really incredible. Oh, that's amazing. And, and I sold it out within two weeks after that. I mean, I sold, I sold out the whole program really quickly. Wow. Yeah. Oh, I love that story so much on so many levels. I mean, because you were being that person after you finished the workshop, you were able to tap in to that person who had the answers they needed. And I think that shows in the email responses that you got back. Yeah. 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 I mean, that was, yeah, I tapped into it like really quickly. It was easy. <laughs> That's awesome. Right? Yeah. For me to say it was easy because I'm always complaining about how hard everything is. <laughs> uh, so I love that story and I love helping people manifest quick and easy. Um, so that was, that's always awesome to, to hear that story. I can't hear that story enough. So, um, but I do want to talk about, so after, you know, this huge success, um, there was something that kind of could have gotten in your way. And I want to talk a little bit about what happened. I don't know if it was like a month after, um, month after the workshop, a month after you experienced this great success. Um, will you talk a little bit about what happened and what changed in your business? Yeah. Yeah. It, and it was, it is kind of an interesting story. Um, so earlier in 2015, I guess probably February or March, I, um, applied for trademark of my name running with curves. And, uh, cause I had the book out there. I had the business. I, I really starting to build up a big brand, um, a, a well-known brand around it. And about three weeks after our session, I got a letter in the mail and, um, it turned out that there was some opposition to my trademark and I made, I made the difficult decision to not continue using that brand name running with curves and to come up with a new, um, a new identity. And so I, I probably spent about a day wallowing. <laughs> I was like, this is not how I wanted to spend my summer. I was getting ready to start writing my second book. I had like all this stuff going on and rebranding was not in the, not in the works, but something kind of whispered in my ear that like, this is all going to be okay. And this is, this is for you. This is in your favor. And I just sort of like, let it go. And I thought, all right, I, you know, these are things that I've chosen to do. I'm not going to dispute this opposition. I'm just going to roll with it. And I'm, I'm going to take this as a sign that I need to change my brand. And I had no idea what the new brand was going to be. I kind of had no idea what I was going to do, <laughs> but I knew it was going to be okay. I just had this like deep seated feeling. So I just sort of like let go of any expectation. And, um, I hired a branding expert and a graphic designer and did a little bit of research and kind of came up with a new brand identity for my business that, which is the not, not your average runner that it just felt so right. It just settled in like, Oh, this is it. This is, this is, you know, what I'm going to build. And so I rolled that out. Um, gosh, maybe about two months ago, maybe it's been, it's been a little while and I'm still doing the, the full transition, but, um, 
the the response that I've gotten back from people has been so interesting. I would say about 10% of the people were very disappointed um, because they really liked the name Running With Curves and they really identified with it. But about 90% of the people <laughs> are truly excited. They're like, they what they have told me is that they feel that they identify so much more with being not your average runner because it it makes them if they feel elevated they feel like oh i'm not average i'm above average mm. like it it's just i mean it's kind of been miraculous and so what i what seems to be happening and i i know it's because i sort of let this let this situation be an opportunity to grow is that things are tar- starting to take off on a whole new level since the name change. And I know it's not like, you know, there's nothing in a name, right? It's, but, uh, but I feel like the up-leveling of the brand has up-leveled me. Like it has mm-hmm. forced me to step into that woman who is running, you know, a million dollar business and to be her because I've had to be her. And so she was in there the whole time, but this kind of situation over this past summer really made me say, all right, she's in there. Let's do this. (laughs) It's like either go big or go home. And I picked go big and it's working. It's working really well. But I feel like if that, if that, if I'd gotten that letter about my trademark before we had the workshop, I don't know if I would have handled it the same way or if I would have just closed up shop and gone home. Like, Mm. I feel like tapping into that woman that's been inside me and knowing that like my future self could handle this stuff. No problem. Like it prepared me to handle a pretty big business issue with, with like, Oh, this is no big deal. I got this. Oh, that's awesome. There was so, uh, so awesome because you did, you stepped into that bigness. And I think so often people do, you know, if they're not tapped into their future selves, they e- it feels easy to close up shop, like you said. And I don't, I don't take lightly that you said that. Like, I think there's truth in that, that maybe if you'd gotten that letter before, like the, the choice would have been to close the doors. And, um, which, uh, I'm a little bit teary eyed right now, actually. <laughs> um, <laughs> because it's, that's often, what happens when we don't know our future selves, when things hit us and we don't know that future person who's a huge success and who can handle the stuff that rolls down the hill. Like we, we do walk away. People walk away and give up on their dreams. And that makes me sad. And the fact that you were able to tap into your future self and move through this into the bigger, um, and step into that bigger version of you is amazing. And I think so often, or a lot of times I hear it, you know, people think that once we are manifesting, once we're using the law of attraction, once we've identified our future goals and dreams and our future self, that things don't happen that could get in our way. And that's not true. Things happen because we have to grow. Like you said, this brand, uh, I wish I could replay the words that you said, but it was like, this brand is who you are. Yeah, it's and it's elevated you and it's elevated your um your runners in mm-hmm. a way that is really um in line with that future self person that we talked about all those months ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I, I mean I, I can just remember so many conversations I had with myself when this when everybody else around me was freaking out about this too. I mean, really, like people were like 
what are you going to do? Like, what's this? this? And I, and I was just like, I got this. this. (laughs) Like just watching everybody else going, Oh my God, this is terrible. You need to fight this. And I was like, no, no, this is, this is all good. This is the way, exactly the way it's supposed to happen. And I'm just like, it was kind of interesting. Like I really never even questioned that this was the best thing that could have happened to me ever. And so I kind of feel like I, you know, like, yeah, thank you for that. Cause I think you prepared me to just already be the person that I needed to be when this was going to come along. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm so glad. It's such my pleasure because I love your brand. I'm so excited about your new book. Um, so you've told us a little bit about it. Remind us, uh, what it's about. Uh, yes. Okay. So it's called, um, cause my new brand is not your average runner. My 5k training book is called not your average 5k. And uh, it's a practical eight week training plan for beginning runners. Um, and actually, you know, people that have, that have already done a 5k or two might even benefit from it as well. Cause there's a lot of really good information. Um, and I just sent it out for, um, advance, uh, I sent out the advanced reader copy to a few people and uh, the, the, response I'm getting back has kind of been amazing because I feel like the stuff that I put in my books about running is kind of the stuff that you won't get in most running books because a lot of times they, um, and this is why I wrote running with curves in the first place is, is most how to be a runner books are written for somebody who is, well, maybe 20 pounds overweight or, you know, is pretty fit and just wants to start running. And they're very technical and they're very dry. And, and I've tried to read those books and I I just get kind of bored. Like, really, you're not talking to me. You're talking to some like fitness machine. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so I kind of write my books a little bit differently in that I want to speak to the mental side of it and the, you know, the, the negative voices in your head that are like, you can't do this. You're too fat. You're too old. You're too out of shape or it's too hard. Like I do a lot of work with the, you know, with my clients directly as well as in my books on kind of helping people get past that piece of it. In addition to all the physical stuff. And I try to explain the physical stuff in a way it's easy for people to understand without a lot of like medical terms or, you know, like stuff that mo- the 90% of the population doesn't really care, you know, what a VO2 max is or like what are the 72 muscles used in running? Like they just want to know how to move forward and feel good. So that's kind of like, that's who the book is written for. I love that. On so many levels, Jill's book is written for people who want to move forward and feel good. Um, <laughs> uh, somebody does want to move forward and feel good. <laughs> right. Um, and so uh, I want to talk, Jill has a part that is very LOA in her book. And I want to talk about this because I love that um, LOA for every day, like LOA in the running world. So will you talk about your coffee shop stories or your coffee oh, shop? Yeah. yeah. It's totally my favorite part of the book. So the first chapter of this book is not like you don't even go out and run for the first chapter. Like you you do what I call prep work. And so there's a lot of different um steps that are sort of like designed to get your brain and your mind, and your heart in the right space for running before you even take your first step. And one of my, I, I kind of feel like the, the, the keystone, is that the right word? The, yeah. the, mo- the, the keystone part of this is the coffee shop story. So 
what I have folks do is go through and figure out all the objections that they think they're, or, sorry, let me back up. They figure out their why. Like, why Why do you really want to run this 5K? Like, let's get it all out there. Is it because you want to be a good example for your kids or because you want to, you know, say, I told you so to your husband, like whatever it is, get all the whys out there and then come up with what are some of the objections that you think you might have during your training, right? So are there's going to be days where you don't want to get out of bed because it's cold outside and you're warm or days when you get home from work and you don't want to go for that run because you're too tired. Like whatever your objections are, list those out. And then we come up with the counter proposals, <laughs> which are for each objection, the statement that you're going to tell yourself to kind of tap into the why you want to do this, the person you want to be when you get done with this race. And so it kind of like one-on-one to balance those out. And then I have people take all of that stuff and turn it into a coffee shop story, which is basically if you were to run into a friend or a cousin or somebody you hadn't seen in a while at Starbucks and they said to you, Oh my gosh, I just heard you finished a 5k. I have always wanted to do that, but it seems so hard. Can you tell me how you did it? that you basically have everything you need to tell that story to them in Starbucks, which is, well, I, you know, I wanted to run a 5k because, and then you would insert your why. Um, there were a lot of days it was hard because of insert objections. And then, but I told myself, insert your counter proposals, um, all of these things to get myself through. And then I have them add all of the details about, what happened like throughout the training, just write the story as if they were telling it from the other side of what it felt like to train three times a week, what it felt like to go a little bit faster and a little bit farther, what it felt like to put on their, their running tights the morning of the race, what it felt like to, um, you know, run across the finish line with their hands in the air, what it felt like to hug their kids or their spouse after they finished, like all of those things, I have them actually tell the story before it ever happened and then practice telling it to somebody in a coffee shop. So that's what I call the coffee shop story because it's something that you're like, you're telling somebody because you're proud of what you did. And if you can tap into that person now, then you can tap into her anytime throughout your training process. And it's going to, you know, then when it comes true, you're going to be like, oh yeah, I knew this was going to happen. I saw this happening two months ago. (laughs) (laughs) I love that using scripting and law of attraction and, um, the way you want to see things and who you want to be in your future self to, um, get yourself across the finish line. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. (laughs) Literally. Yeah. I love it. So, um, do you have any final thoughts, Jill? Um, no, I, I mean, I just, I just feel like for me, the doing that workshop with you halfway through this year was really a turning point for me. Like, even if all the other stuff that, you know, kind of went a little bit screwy for me over the summer hadn't happened, I still think I'd be sitting here struggling right now. Um, because I, I would be having a hard time believing that I am the person that I need to be, that I already am that person. So I I feel like that's, you know, that was 
there were so many other cool things about it because it made me clarify, like, what do I really want out of my business? What do I really want out of my life? But I think that aha moment of realizing that I am already the person that I need to be to run a million dollar business was so powerful and it sort of changed everything. So I, I mean, I'm just so grateful to have had that opportunity, uh, to work with you in that way. Cause it was, it was good. It was life-changing. Oh, good. I'm so glad I got to work with you because I am like a not your average runner groupie. I love uh, Jill Angie, who is who we're talking to. Um, Jill Angie, she is the best-selling author of Running with Curves. Her new book comes out November 17th. That's right, right? Yes, yes. yes. And it's going to be free for the first five. Oh, my gosh. It's free for the first five days, but here's the best part. So my publisher, Angela Loria of The Difference Press, <laughs> she challenged me if I can, if my book is downloaded 10,000 times in the first 100 hours. So about, what's that about four days? Yeah. In the first four days that it's up on Amazon and it's free. So like there's no investment, but if she, if I can get 10,000 downloads in the first four days, she will donate $1,000 to, um, girls on the run, which is the charity that my business benefits. So actually I do donate, um, a small portion of my, um, proceeds from all the virtual races that, that I run to directly to girls on the run. Cause I kind of feel like they're one of the most amazing and important uh, organizations out there. Cause they help young girls sort of find confidence, find self-esteem, learn life skills and all that all through running. It's, it's really cool. So if you're listening to this between November 17th and November 21st, go to Amazon and download, not your average 5k. It will be free and you will be one more person along the road to 10,000 downloads to get, uh, to get a thousand dollars donated to girls on the run. Yes. Do that. Um, <laughs> check it out anyway, even if you're not a runner and you happen to be listening on those days, please go download it so that, um, Jill can get that thousand dollars to be download or given to girls on the run. So, um, Jill, Angie, you're amazing. Um, <laughs> thank you for coming and, uh, for sharing your story. So, um, bravely and so proudly, I think that that is also one of the things that makes you a good manifester is that you're willing to um, share who you are. I think that's important. So I want to thank you so much. I want to tell everyone that they can find Jill Angie. You can find her on Facebook, Not Your Average Runner. It's a wonderful group. Or you can find her at notyouraverageRunner.com. Her book, Running With Curves, is available now on Amazon. And as of November 17th, her newest book, um, Not Your Average 5K, will be available on Amazon as well. So thank you for listening to Manifest It Now. Jenny's not here, but I'm going to tell you this anyway. Go be awesome. Thank you for joining us on the Manifest It Now show, where you learn how to leverage the law of attraction to manifest your dreams. Now that you're inspired, share the love and review us on iTunes. While you're there, remember to subscribe.